The interviews and discussions on this podcast are opinions only and not financial or investment advice. Listeners should obtain independent advice based on their own circumstances before making any financial decisions. Hello, I'm Peter Strachan. Welcome to Stockhead's Rock Yarn. Felix Gold is a gold and antimony-focused exploration company with tenements in the high-grade Alaskan gold province of Tintina, close to the city of Fairbanks. The gold price sits at just above $2,000 an ounce or around 2,909 Aussies per ounce, so making it a pretty attractive commodity to be exploring for and producing. Uh, to update us on the company's activities, we're pleased to welcome its Managing Director and Chief Executive Officer, Anthony Riley. Thanks for joining us at Stockhead today, Anthony. Thanks, Peter. Anthony, what can you tell us about the location of your permits and the access to infrastructure in central Alaska? The projects, well, the, the package that we've acquired and put together, we've got a, we've got a fairly large holding of claims through the Tintina Belt. Uh, it's just under 400 square kilometres of claims in total. We're located sort of smack bang in the middle of Tintina. We're about 20 kilometres to the north of uh, Fairbanks City, which is a sort of a Kalgoorlie equivalent, uh, slightly larger than Kalgoorlie, servicing that gold belt of Alaska. So there's uh, there is an absolute heap of infrastructure and services uh, based out of Fairbanks. We also uh, acquired these claims. Uh, one of the reasons we sort of moved into this area was because of the current production, which is which is ongoing and, uh, and in the belt. And uh, one of the biggest uh, mines in North America is the Kinross Fort Knox mine, uh, which is again only twenty kilometres away from our main area of interest as well. Yeah, so you've got some decent neighbours there. Uh, beyond Kinross, are there any others that we know about? We do. We have uh, Northern Star operating the Pogo mine, which uh, is in the, the Tintina Gold Belt. We've also got Barracks there. Uh, there's a very large um, project which Barrack are working on with a JV partner called Dolan Creek that's 45 million ounces. Uh, and uh, adjacent to our um, area of interest is uh, a company called Free Gold Ventures, which is earlier this year uh, announced an upgrade to their resource, uh, they went from 3 million ounces to 19.7 million ounces. So it is a good neighbourhood. Yeah. When I think of Alaska, I tend to think of sort of high-grade underground mines like the Pogo, but are there any open pits up and down the uh, the belt? Look, the, the main uh, the main operator in, in our area is uh, Kinross. The Fort Knox mine is is an open pit mine. It's, it's, it's quite large. It it has a throughput uh, capacity of around 16 million tonnes per annum of ore. Their grade is is around 0. 0.5, 0. 0.6 grams per tonne, and uh, they've been operating there for 25 years. They've probably got about another five years of mine life uh, at their, you know, at their pro well at their mine, and then they're now currently out there looking for other sources of ore. Anthony, what Felix has been working there for some time. What mineral resources have already been found, and what are the main exploration targets that you've outlined, and what are you you know following over the next six months or so? Uh, look, I think I can answer those two questions just in in one, Peter. We we did fourteen thousand meters of drilling last year on a on a project called the Treasure Creek Project, which is 
which is the area that's about 20 kilometres away from, from Kinross, Fort Knox. Out of that 14,000 metres, uh, as assays were coming back last year, we got some fairly decent uh, intersections of sort of gram plus um, of uh, gold mineralisation. It's all fairly shallow. And our exploration geology team uh, put together an exploration target at the beginning of 2023 on uh, on a section of that project called the Norwest Array. Um, we put that target out to the market in March this year. Uh, it's a JORC compliant target. Uh, at the moment, um, it's in a range of 1.3 million to, to 3.6 million ounces. And we've just uh, completed an infill drilling program to be able to start to chip away at the southern section of that target and our our aim is to have a, an initial maiden resource on the project uh, around September, October this year. The, the sort of the top line number is around that 3.6 million ounce level. Um, in the area that we've just wrapped drilling up in, uh, we had a sort of an expectation of 300,000 to sort of 800,000 at, at the top end of the range uh, as a subset of that target. So if we can get a, a maiden resource on the project sort of in that three plus 100,000 ounce range, I think we've, we've done pretty well. Yeah. What are the average grades there? The average grade of all the drilling last year was 0.8 of a gram per tonne. What we've been seeing in this infill drilling program is slightly better. We've been, we've been getting up to you know, 100 metres of plus gram per tonne. We've also been getting some higher grade zones that have been running five, six, seven gram per tonne. So look, we've only we've made we've made one announcement in the last few weeks of of the initial uh, batch of assays that we've got back, and uh, listeners can go back and have a look at that and, and see what we're getting. It is fairly consistent with what we saw last year. So you know the expectation is around 0.8 to one gram per ton. Are there any other uh, metals in it, or is it just pretty much gold and with a touch of silver or something like that? No, it's just gold with a with more than a touch of antinomy. Ah, okay. And has there been any preliminary metallurgical studies done on this material no look we haven't we haven't put anything in for metallurgical testing as yet that is that is something we will attempt to get underway towards the end of this year when we get all of these results back and along the Tintana, along the Tintana Tintina belt uh, is it sort of free milling gold or is there some other aspects that need to be de- dealt with no pretty much pretty much what you've said free milling yeah so um, along the 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 tenements that you have, um, what's the main exploration tool that you use, you know, in terms of approaching the ground? What do you do, look at first? Do you just look at the aeromags or do you do soil sampling? What, what sort of, how do you target the, the uh, mineralisation? Our, our sort of best targeting tool that we've found works pretty well uh, has been geochem soil sampling. The areas that we're currently uh, working in at Treasure Creek and Norwest Array have had previous, you know, very large um, geochem um, programs through that area, and and large anomalies have sort of come come out of that. Um, there has been some geophysical work done, um, which is which is helpful. But at the end of the day, we've been putting the putting the drill rig and putting the holes sort of really in targeted areas from geochem. So, um, with the uh, work over the summer. And the autumn in Alaska. What's the plan there for continuing uh, work on the, the targets that you've already uh, uncovered? Look, uh, 
we've just literally finished this first uh, round of drilling. So we we had an aim to drill around three and a half thousand meters for for forty forty odd holes. We ended up doing three. Uh, we ended up doing like four and a half thousand meters. We did about an extra thousand meters for forty five holes. So that that's been completed. Assays have started to come through. We'll, uh, once we have all of these assays through, my expectation is we'll probably have that within the next sort of three to four weeks. Um, the the team will be working on pulling that information into into a model and getting this initial resource estimate on the on the project. Um, we did uh, some target drilling on on some other targets to the east of uh, of our main area of interest as well, which. Uh, which we're waiting on as well. That those assays will be through towards the end of uh, end of this month. Uh, sorry, over the next few weeks, and um, the next round of exploration potentially could be another you know, another drill program at the back end of the season. But just depending on how the, you know how these assays come back and how we interpret them. Yeah. So you need to get all those uh, results back through uh, August and September, and then sit down and. See what else. I mean, are you weather restricted there, or can you really work throughout the winter as well? It, it's possible to work throughout the winter. I mean, there is a you know the the support you can get from Fairbanks and there's you know the the contractors that are available. It's it's it is possible for us to to do it through the winter. It's a function of money. I mean, you you need to have a fairly decent bank balance to be able to keep your sort of expiration. Trails and, and you know you're drilling you're drilling rigs sort of above the snow. <laughs> you need to uh, you need to keep keep everything moving. So look, I would I wouldn't expect we will be drilling through the winter, but you know we still do have a couple of months ahead of us if uh, if things go well. You're less likely to have to deal with bushfires, I guess, when the weather turns that way. Anthony, who actually undertakes Felix's work on the ground? Does the company employ its own staff there, or do you have uh, contractors to do that work? Yes, like we have our own staff that is based out of Fairbanks. So we have an operating uh, base in Fairbanks. So we have a head geology uh, head geologist there who's who's got a, a contractors working for her on the programs. Now she's also supported by uh, a technical committee from the Mine Discovery Fund, and that was the the group that set Felix Gold up um, at the beginning. So. For people that don't know, the Mine Discovery Fund is a private investment vehicle that has uh, has a group of very highly regarded, experienced geologists on board who are scouring the world for their sort of tier one potential uh, deposits. Uh, and and they they were the ones who identified the potential of the Tintana Gold Belt and 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 put Felix together. So we have their we have their sort of brains trust. Also, you know, overseeing our sort of geological uh, management of the project. Yeah, it's good to have that close management with your own people. A lot of Australians in the past have made the mistake of uh, working overseas with contractors, and it usually doesn't work as well as having you know your own people sitting there and reporting back. So, what's the significance of the company's recent? discovery of high-grade narrow antimony mineralisation at the Northwest Array project. And does this material hold any gold content as well? The antimony, uh, it wasn't, it wasn't a, a surprise. I mean, the, the area that we're working in and, the, and actually that Treasure Creek project, um, in the middle of that project area, there was an old uh, antimony mine um, that sort of operated from 
around World War Two up until I, I don't know, like the seventies, I think. Um, and it was a very high grade, um, just sort of outcropping and and sort of potty type style uh, of, of antinomy, but it was running at around 50, 50, low 50s to 58%. So it was a direct sort of shipping type um, product. Um, now, because it, because it sits in our project area, we, we, we knew it was there. And when, last year's drilling program, we started to see occurrences of antinomy in the drill chips. So we were sort of expecting it to, to turn up at some point. And in this drilling program, which is uh, which a little bit uh, more focused than last year's, we, we've actually come across some very high-grade sections of, of antinomy or stibnite, which is the, the mineral. Um, now, that's been uh, released earlier this week what our sort of initial assay results were on those holes and you know five percent antinomy being the cap that the the assay labs could could report is is pretty pretty high high grade stuff and 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 five percent's a cap so it may be 5.1 or it may be 50 we don't we don't know but suffice to say that it's 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 pretty high grade um like you say it's not it's not super uh, wide but uh, it has sort of looked a little bit wider in as the drill as the drillings progress. So, you know, we've got more results to come on that antinomy. Um, but as far as that sort of how it unfolds, it's probably a little bit early to tell. But you know, our geology team think it's sort of high grade enough to be able to separate quite easily from the gold ore. It's not going to sort of get in the way of of uh, of the gold process. Um, and you know, it's. It, it's still to be determined to determine whether or not it's you know it, how it how it occurs whether it's you know big lumpy pods or or sort of skinny type veins sort of stuff. We're we're leaning towards a sort of pod type. And why is antimony you know on the radar now as a sort of critical metal in the United States and North America generally? It's it's part of the new energy drive. Yeah, look, it is on the critical minerals list in in North America, and uh, other commodities on that list are sort of like uranium. Rare earths, uh, I think cobalt's on there. Uh, the, the I, I guess from a strategic point of view, the Americans don't have a, you know, like a homegrown supply of antinomy anymore. Uh, China and Russia supply pretty much ninety percent of the world's antinomy, and and that doesn't sit well with the US. So, um, the uh, the main sort of uses of antinomy are sort of in uh, military type applications in ammunition. It can be used as an alloy, a lead alloy, to to strengthen uh, ammunition. It's also used in um, in, in various electronic uh, military electronic applications. And there's even been some sort of um, work around uh, introducing antinomy into uh, into battery technology as well. So, I you know. It's a very interesting uh, angle for us, uh, given the the importance it is to, to the US to have their own sort of supply. I remember antimony being used in lead acid batteries to strengthen the lead um, cathodes so they don't slump in the in the actual battery. So it's a uh, it works with the lead to to lengthen the life, give more life to a lead acid battery. So it's still very important. Even Teslas have lead acid batteries, you know. So, Ignition and lighting and that sort of stuff. And I do. And, and one thing as well, uh, Peter, is that it, it is quite valuable. I mean, it, it trades at around 
just just above the price of copper at the moment. It's been a little bit higher, and you know historically it's been lower as well. But I mean, right now it's it's slightly more valuable than copper per ton, and uh, you know it's it, it's quite rare. So you know we're we're very lucky to be able to sort of have this problem to figure out. Yeah, it's a heavy mineral, so you can, lots of different metallurgical pathways to uh, concentrate it, or even ore sorting that sort of thing down the track. Is have you? I mean, you said there were some antimony mines there; they were sort of direct shipping. Is there any thought of? Have you given any thought to? You know, a, a concentrate or a path to market if you were to find enough of it to make it commercial. No, look, we we haven't set our mind to it. It's still sort of early days for us. It's only it's only really been confirmed in the last few weeks with the assays that that it is sitting there at that sort of significant grade. Um, one thing I will say is that the uh, the US government is uh, is sort of interested in uh, in in financing studies or or other other sort of work uh, streams uh, with companies that do have uh, a discovery to be able to sort of uh, work out these pathways, I guess, and work out uh, how best to, to to process this. So there are um, avenues for us to look at government, uh, government assistance to be able to work this out. There's a lot of money from the IRA, uh, in Inflation Reduction Act and so forth coming through. So finally, Anthony, it sounds like you're sitting on some assays that are going to be coming through in um, August and September from the labs. So you'll be really, from a news flow point of view, over the next two months, we're going to see those assays come through and your team will be putting it in, putting those numbers into the computer and coming up with some sort of initial mineral resource estimate later in the year. Is that really what we can expect over the next six months or so? Pretty much, yeah. Oh, look, I think from an assay perspective, we'll, 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 have, uh, we'll have news flow probably a couple of times uh, in the next few weeks. I think, we'll, I think that the current drilling, those results will be wrapped up within the next three to four weeks and then we are, uh, like you say, working on uh, modelling and getting, getting the resource estimate up. So other, you know, other exploration off the back of that is, is probably a little bit contingent on how these results come through and how we interpret it. Well, I've looked at those, uh, those hits that you've uh, published and some wide intercepts there, shallow, at around about a gram or a little bit over some of them. So uh, it's going to be interesting certainly to see how, the, how the, the results come back from the lab over the next three to four weeks through into September and, uh, and then finally, you know, how you can put your hand around how much mineralisation is actually there. So, look, uh, thanks for coming into Stockhead today. That's a really interesting update from Alaska and you've, you've been busy uh, through the spring and into the summer drilling and we're now really awaiting the final results as they come through. And we've been, you know, we've, we've been very happy with the way it's gone so far. So, you know, let's touch touch wood. We uh, get back what uh, what we've had so far. Be good, Anthony. Thanks for coming in, and uh, we'll look forward to getting Felix Gold back in uh, six or seven months when you've got all those numbers and you know what you're going to do in the next uh, drilling season. Thank you. Thanks for having me on, Peter. 